Hi there, and welcome back to Career Chronicles. I'm Margot Kay, and I'm a high school student interviewing young adults about their professional lives. Today, I'm interviewing Jen Libor, who works as a senior product designer at Datadog. Jen will be sharing her experiences of working in the graphic design and product design industries, and I am very excited to be talking to her today. So, let's get to it. Okay, so let's start off by you introducing yourself and telling me what you currently do. Sure. So my name is Jen Libor. Uh, I am a senior product designer at Datadog. And I, yeah, I design digital product. That's really cool. Uh, So what does your current job look like on a daily basis? Um, It's a lot of meetings, a lot of heads down design time. Um, It's... um, trying to figure out the best way to describe this for people who might not be like super familiar with product design. Yeah. Um, Product design is, it's kind of like graphic design, but it's not, you know, designing a postcard or an advertisement or anything like that, or invitations. It's um, designing digital tools that we use every day. So think about like every app on your phone, software. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically Datadog is software as a service. So you can sign up and you pay this monthly fee and then you get access to the product and um, all the data. And Datadog is a big product or platform that's sort of made up of a bunch of different types of sub products. Um, Mm -hmm. And people are sort of assigned to work on different pieces of the product. And the thing that I've been working on, um, a couple of things actually. So I work on um, global user onboarding. So I'm working on a page that a user will see after they go through the signup flow to sort of get them oriented to the platform. Mm-hmm. And I also recently started working on the mobile app, which is kind of cool. Um, um, that's cool. So then are you doing a lot of programming type stuff or is it more visual? No, no programming, but I do work closely with developers or engineers. Mm-hmm. Um, we work in these different cross-functional teams. So a team will have designers, developers who actually build the thing. They have uh, something called product managers who are a little bit more um, into like the strategy aspects and figuring out what features we should add and why. Um, We have people who do analytics. Um, So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's nice to work with like an interdisciplinary group. Yeah. Um, My day-to-day is pretty much balancing, you know, being in a design file and like designing buttons and screens and stuff like that. Uh, then going to meetings, maybe I'll present work or I'll be, you know, cause we're all working remotely now on Slack or like a messaging app, sort of mm-hmm. sharing stuff and getting feedback, um, documenting work and circulating that to the larger design team for feedback, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, does this job kind of come with a pretty typical, like, day in terms of hours or can it be kind of all hours of the night like how does that kind of work it's interesting so usually the stereotype is that when you work in-house at a company Mm -hmm. so I work in-house now because I work for the product right if that makes sense versus I work at an agency which I used to do Um, when you work at an agency the hours are pretty crappy because you know, you have clients and you have to be responsive to the clients and they have deadlines. And if you're not getting your work done, you know, you might have to work late. And there's sort of this reputation of like people being very like driven to do whatever they need to do in that environment. 
versus working in-house, the reputation is a little bit more relaxed, <laughs> which is why I was excited to switch to this job. And, you know, there's a little better work-life balance. Um, it's a much bigger company too. So there's yeah. more people that handle the work. Um, Datadog is actually a very international company though. Mm -hmm. uh, at least one of the founders is French and there's a huge Paris office. And I actually work with a ton of people who are based in Paris. That's cool. Um, so the time zone thing is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so we have minimal overlap and um, I could talk forever about this, but there's definitely a culture of like um, being available and like pressure to always be available, especially with um, messaging apps like Slack. Right. Uh, and feeling, you know, in this environment, COVID, obviously where we're all remote wanting to show that like you're at the office, you're working. So always being on, you know, there's pressure to do that, which could mean maybe responding to a message outside of your working hours. But um, at least at this company, it's very much up to you to sort of set when you're available. Mm -hmm. and you can kind of set it in your calendar and like, hey, if I have to take a meeting a little late or a little early, you know, no big deal. But um, that's sort of the gist of what the hours have been like. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. A little bit of freedom there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about the job you mentioned that was at an agency? Yeah. So prior to uh, Datadog, I was actually working at an agency called Wondersauce for five years, oh, <laughs> which <wow>. is a <laughs> lifetime <laughs> in an agency <laughs> setting. Uh, and I uh, was associate director of the UX team. So I basically led um, a group of anywhere from three to six people at a given time. Um, working with visual designers and devs there, but our area of focus was, was UX. Mm -hmm. And so that was mostly client-based work, work for like other companies or something? Yeah. So rather than working on products in the sense that like I'm doing now, it was mostly websites and it was a lot of e-commerce, a lot of publishing, um, and then a lot of things that fall into neither of those categories. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, clients would be, you know, a brand um, that needed, you know, an online store or um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Did you have any other jobs um, leading up to that or was that like right out of school? No. So when I graduated college, um, in 2008, which was a terrible time to graduate college, kind of like we're yeah. in right now. <laughs> um, I got an internship at a small agency called Something Digital mm -hmm. uh, in New York. So I moved here and they were a company that sort of did um, interactive design. So websites and stuff like that, along with software and IT services. So that was really my first job out of school. And the first time I was really ever designing for web, which is funny because you know, I was in a design program, but they didn't really teach that at the time. Um, yeah. And then, then I went back to grad school. And then after grad school, I'm like pulling up my LinkedIn. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> um, after grad school, I actually joined a small company that was made up of a few friends who graduated the year before me. Mm -hmm. um, and we were technically also an agency, but we did, you know, interactive installation work, which was super cool and fun because it was really an yeah. extension stuff that we did in in school um and then after that um i actually went to work at discovery like the discovery channel but oh parent company mm -hmm. so that was the only other time i've actually worked in-house um but even there i was on this agency style team where we did a lot of advertisements for um 
companies that wanted to have like a, you know, a banner ad or like a branded experience that tied back to a show. Right. Yeah. That was still agency like. And then, yeah, then I, I went to Wonder Sauce and now here I am. <laughs> um, <12 years. laughs> yeah what would you say were kind of the biggest differences between because you mentioned you work with um in some small companies and some like bigger ones so like what did you kind of like out of each of those that's a really good question um smaller companies can be really good for learning like the basics and learning a lot of different things because you often have to wear a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. So when I was at Wondersauce, our UX team, we did a lot of different things, including not just UX design, but we also did research and we did, you know, prototyping. Whereas at some bigger company, you might have a whole separate department for research. Right. You wouldn't necessarily like learn and do that. Um, so you definitely have opportunities to learn more things, take ownership over more things maybe grow faster because there's just, you know, fewer people Mm -hmm. um, and have a lot of ownership over your work and be client facing and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. I don't regret any time I spend at agencies because I feel like I learned a ton and a lot of the skills that I learned there um, have actually, I was worried, you know, going in-house after that experience because it can be really different, but it actually has served me really well, um, which is nice. That's great. Coming out of college, you mentioned you had that internship. So what was kind of like that job search like? I know that can be stressful figuring out your next steps. Yeah, um, I I got this. I don't want to say I got this internship because, I mean, maybe, I don't know. But <laughs> I found it through uh, an alum. So the oh. girl who used to be in my design program at WashU was already working there and actually happened to be that one of the founders of the company went to WashU. So I somehow got connected with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I found that. So I'm sure you hear this a lot in your house, but networking and connections are yep. I guess, important in some ways. I also did a lot of cold applying, which, mm-hmm. you know, didn't really work out and who knows why, but generally that's like not the best way to guarantee, you know, that you're going to get an interview. Um, right. Yeah. So I, I yeah. kind of just looked at companies that I admired, um, that did like the kind of work that I wanted to do. I would like send an application. I think I really made the mistake of like assuming I was way more senior than I was Um, because I would apply. I think I remember applying to like job descriptions that looking back, I'm like, I should have just applied to internships because I didn't know anything. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then when you say cold applying, does that just kind of mean like it was random or is that more like you didn't have connections? Like Um, I didn't have a connection. Okay. Yeah. Like I just submitted it online and like hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say like, don't do that. If you have, you know, if you find something that you like and you don't know anyone. For sure. There, like, yeah, apply, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like leading up to college, did you know that you wanted to be in the graphic design um, in this world or was there kind of uh, like an alternative? I think so. I mean, I always liked art and I always liked advertising and stuff like that like I remember going through magazines and I was like pulling ads I thought were clever or cool um you know I took like photoshop classes and art classes in high school and stuff like that yeah Uh, I didn't really know what all the options were at the time and 
to my parents' credit, you know, they really set me up with friends that they knew um, who would do like an informational interview for my portfolio, or I would mm-hmm. like go to work and shadow someone. Um, Cause as you know, like in a lot of other people, there aren't a lot of other people in our family who are in this industry. Right. Um, they tried to help me identify what was out there, but um, yeah, I think I sort of just knew I liked design. And um, when I went to Wash U, I was in the art school and everyone who goes to the art school has to take foundational classes. So no matter what track you want, whether it's like photography or fashion or design, mm-hmm. you have to take drawing, you have to take um, a 3D materials, like shop class, you oh, have wow. to take um, like a 2D material design class. And I remember finally getting to the, the graphic design major and being like, yes, like this is where I want to be. <laughs> like, I finally like feel like this is, you know, what I want to do, which was such a cool feeling. Yeah, for sure. So um, just curious, what reason really led you to go to grad school? Yeah, really good question. So I got an MFA, which is a master's of fine arts. My undergrad is a BFA. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go back to grad school because I was working so closely with developers in this web context. And I realized I really didn't know anything about how a website is made. Mm. (laughs) And I feel like you can't effectively design for a medium that you don't fully understand yeah Um, I was getting interested in it and so part of me wanted to go and sort of like learn web coding and really like understand it also be able to do it myself because I felt really limited having to rely on other people to Mm -hmm. like translate something that I made into um a website and I also was interested in animation and that was an interest I had developed in college as well yeah um in our graphic design major, you could take at the time a couple of different tracks. So there was like an illustration track, which I'm not that really great of an illustrator. So that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Then we had an animation track, which we were using Flash at the time. I'm um, like maybe one other one. And I always liked that. And I did my senior project. It was an animation project. So I kind of had this idea in my head where like, oh, maybe I'll go back to school and get a little bit more into animation. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. Of course, I got to grad school, took a couple classes and realized that like, not for me, <laughs> very tedious. Um, but I was really interested in a lot of the the web stuff, too. Yeah, neat. Jen, what was one thing you wish you knew um, going into like college or coming out and like on your career path or the start of it, I guess? I'm glad you sent me these questions ahead of time because when I got to that one, I was like, oh, I got to think about this. Uh, But here's what I came up with. So one thing I wish I knew, and this is just totally specific to my job, but I Mm -hmm. wish I had taken like an engineering class Mm -hmm. or like learned some tech or web stuff in school. Like I was saying, like we didn't have web as a part of our design program, but on, there was one teacher who volunteered to come in on a Saturday and in one day on a Saturday, wow. <laughs> basically teach anyone who wanted to come how to make a website. And cool. I, good for me, woke up on Saturday and went to this because I really wanted to know. And I actually volunteered to be like the guinea pig mm-hmm. for that class. And the, my website URL to this day is the same URL that we picked on that Saturday morning. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. So just, you know, would have been great to have more of that. It would have probably set me up better um, for what I'm doing now. Another yeah. thing I wish I knew, and this is probably, I like, 
you know, probably shouldn't say this, but at least for this industry, grades really don't matter. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are like, I don't know if you're going to med school, they probably do matter a lot. Like people look at that, but mm-hmm. for what I'm doing, like no one has ever been like, well, what was your GPA? And I've yeah. never looked for someone's GPA when I've interviewed anybody. Um, but I think what that really just means is that like, you know, it's not that you shouldn't pursue good grades because obviously like learning to work hard is really important in whatever you do. Mm -hmm. But the, the biggest thing I think is that it ties into the idea that like your work, whatever it is, whether it's artwork or math work or whatever you're sort of showing for yourself when you apply, it doesn't speak for yourself. Yeah. Like you have to communicate like you can have like the smartest professor right think about like professors you've had in school um they could be really smart but like the worst teacher ever right Mm -hmm. so I think that like being able to communicate um your work it goes way farther than like the quality too for sure okay so my last question but it's a two-part question um what is one thing you are very glad that you did and another that you you wish you did or you regret doing um in mm. all of this the hard one I'm glad I went to that web class on a Saturday yeah <laughs> um I think also like I'm glad I was nice to people because that's good you know, <laughs> yeah you know, networking again, like it all goes back. You never know when you're going to need a referral. You'll never know when you have to message that person that like you haven't seen in a few years and be like, yeah. hey, you work at blah, blah, blah company. I was thinking of applying. So it's always good to be nice. For sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then one thing you wish you did. That's hard. That's the one question I like couldn't figure out how to answer. I don't want to say it's not because I don't regret anything. Yeah. I think- Maybe like the cop-out answer to that question is that um, everything that you do, good or bad, whether it was like you look back on it fondly or not, contributes to like who you are now and what mm-hmm. you're doing now. So I think that like people shouldn't stress out so much about making sure that like they have the perfect career path or they make every right choice. Because honestly, like people take all these turns on their way to doing what they're doing like I definitely did it Mm -hmm. wasn't a straight path for me like I probably would be way more senior in a job if I sort of just like stuck to one thing didn't go back to school and just climbed that one ladder right Uh, but I I played around and I took you know different turns and I tried different things and I think in some ways you could view that as like it set me back a little bit because I wasn't always just climbing this one ladder I was skipping around but Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad I did it. I think it makes me, you know, who I am and it, my richer experience has made me like a better designer and a better leader and stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, those are all the questions I have. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Thanks for having me on the pod. Of course. This was <laughs> I always great. wanted to say that. <laughs> Well, Jen, I'm glad you finally got to say thanks for having me on the pod. (laughs) But thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. It was definitely refreshing to hear someone who who didn't take a straight path and took a few turns here and there. So from my conversation with Jen, I learned that if you are someone who has an interest in art and design, but also an interest in websites and the Internet, 
maybe working in the graphic design or product design industry and having a job like Jen at Datadog would be a great fit for you. That's all I got for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye.